Well, good morning, my friends. This is Ashley with Daily Encouragement. By the time you guys hear this episode, it will be May 7th. We're going to be talking about, we are going to finish up our conversation about the qualities of um, really strong relationships. We're going to talk about trust today, kind of some different, uh, you know, mindsets, principles, you know, just important foundational truths that we got to have if we're going to build trust into our relationships and be, be people that are trusting, you know. Um, so let's let's finish that today, you guys. I know yesterday was story time, but uh, like I said, I was listening to that podcast that released a couple weeks ago, and I was like, you know what? I want to make sure that I tell that story so you guys can kind of have a little bit more understanding about the different things I've been through, and you know, just yeah, just you know, share my life with you guys. So anyway, um, I just want to jump into this thing today because yesterday all I did was talk. Um, <laughs> I want to I want to finish this up for you guys. So let's go ahead and pray. And then um, I do have a little small thing really quick. I'm going to share with you guys from John 17, 3 this morning. And then we're going to finish up. We're going to finish it up, you guys. We're going to finish up the qualities of strong, strong relationships. And we're going to talk about trust. So let's go ahead and pray and let's jump into this episode. Uh, Father God, thank you so much for this day. Lord, I thank you so much for your spirit. I thank you, God, for what you're stirring inside of us. Lord, you're, you know, my brothers and sisters. Father, I just know that you are enlarging people's tents in their hearts, God. Enlarging their perspective of you and what you have for them in their life, God, and and really the plans that you have for them, plans to prosper them, not to harm them, God, to give them hope in the future, Lord. You are patching up holes in their hearts, God, healing, bringing encouragement, God, new perspective, paradigm shifts, Lord. You know, we got to be growing and developing in you in this way. And I know, Lord, that you are doing a work in my brothers and sisters right now. Um, And I just pray, God, that they would continue to um, allow you to work in them and uh, that they would just learn to really trust you more and more and more and more into what you've called them. Lord, it's not a mystery. Um, Father, help us to to see our purpose in life, God. What have you delivered us from? What shame hole have you pulled us out of? What area of life have we needed grace in? Where have we experienced your love, your grace, your mercy, your forgiveness, God, in our lives? And let that, Lord, be the foundation that we can stand upon and, um, you know, used to be able to walk in our authority and share with people that your goodness and your glory, Lord, just based upon our lives and the things we've been through, Lord. So I just pray, God, that you would uh, help my brothers and sisters to see this truth in the context of their life, what you've delivered them from, healed them from. Father, I pray, Lord, that um, if they need more healing in their life, that they would continue to get it. This is a, this is something that never ends, God. We're always going to need grace and love from you. It's never going to change. So let us just get comfortable with needing these things from you and that you will continue to equip us, God, for the road ahead. So, Lord, I just pray, bless this podcast today. God, direct this conversation, Lord. You know I want to encourage the body of Christ. I want to empower people. I want them to be able to listen to this podcast and get some principles, some tools in their life that they can use and move forward and make progress, God. And then they can always, you know, just advance themselves, Lord, for your glory, God. So I love you, Lord. I thank you. And we just pray all these things in Jesus' name. So, you guys, I was in John 17 this morning. Um, I was thinking about when Jesus said what eternal life is. And um, so I'll read to you guys really quick. It says, now this is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. And, you know, I love that because a lot of times when we talk about eternal life, we always, well, I can't say everybody thinks this way, but in, in, in the context and in the culture that I've heard it, it's always has to do with a period of time, right? You equate eternal life with living forever, literally. And it's really hard for us, obviously, to grasp that because, you know, we live in, you know, time reality. Um, We're limited. And so, you know, but he says it's to know him. And I thought, what a paradigm shift. 
How important is that to shift our mindset that it's really about knowing him? Again, I just, I was reminded of that parable uh, of the 10 virgins, right? Five had oil, five didn't. What was the thing that set them apart every single time? He always said, depart from me, I never knew you. Knowing him is the preparation for eternal life. You know what I mean? It's the foundation. You cannot get into heaven if you do not know Jesus Christ. That's just the way it is. He says, my sheep hear my voice. You know what I mean? And so we have to get comfortable with knowing the one that we say we're gonna spend eternal life with, that we're you know literally gonna spend forever with. And if it, here's the thing too. If, if being in heaven forever with Christ sounds like a burden, that's an indicator that you don't know him. Because he says, my yoke is easy, my burden is light. You should already be knowing him while you're here living on the earth. It's not gonna be, oh, okay, you know, okay, Jesus, you're my savior. And then you don't engage with him. And then all of a sudden you think when you're dead or when it's time for him to show up in your life that you're getting in. It don't work that way. You know, and, and, and you can see from the 10 virgins, you know, 10 of them really thought they were getting in. You know, and, and what about the other ones, the sheep and the goats, right? There's always going to be this distinction between the people who know God and the people who think they know God, right? The Pharisees thought they knew God, but they weren't getting in, right? The disciples, they, they knew Christ and they exhibited that through what they did in their life, right? The, the fruit of their life was evidence of what they believed about God. So that's the thing too, you know, um, we need to be able to look at our lives and ask ourselves, do we have the results in the fruit of someone who's been with Christ? Look at the life of the disciples. When they were with Christ, they were doing things that people didn't think was possible for humans, right? Because we always look at humans and we say, oh, they're evil. You know, they're sinful, right? We limit people. Okay, you need to repent. But we don't think that God's love is powerful enough to take that same life that was caught in that sin and that shame and bring them to a place to where, you know, their, their lives are healing other lives. You know what I mean? So anyway, you guys, just thinking about that, you know, do you really know him? And then if you go down to verse seven um, in John 17, it says, now they know that everything you have given me comes from you. Um, For I gave them the words you gave me and they accepted them. I love that. You know, um, in verse eight, for I gave them the words you gave me and they accepted them. Are you accepting the words of God into your life, period. Are you being like a child in that way? Are you recognizing the fact that, okay, yeah, you're an adult and you have decisions to make, but you're still limited in the fact that you're not all knowing. You're gonna know something to a certain degree because you have a purpose, right? So you need to have a level of understanding of your function in the body of Christ, right? You need to have a level of confidence. You need to know your, your gifts, your talents, your skills, your character, your values. Those are things about yourself that you are responsible for knowing, period. Because no one knows the thoughts of a man except for the spirit that's in that man. No one can tell you, right? Now, people can see certain qualities that you have, but how many times does somebody have qualities and we try to tell you and you deny it? You hinder your own potential based upon what you believe about yourself and what you believe about God. What happened with Jesus Christ? I want to heal you. I want to I want to love you. I want to save you. I want to redeem you. You know, I want to do these things. I don't know, Lord. 
You know, every time I try, it just never worked out. So who who needs to who needs the the revamp on their side of the equation, right? Is it not the way you think that will always keep you from who you really are and the authority and the power and the life that you can have in Christ? It will always be your own mind. You can never blame anyone else or anything else except for the words that you have accepted into your life. So let's talk about that really, really quick, you guys, and I promise we're going to move on. So just here's some things to ponder. The words we accept manifest themselves by how well we live our lives. All right, so take some inventory on your life right now. Are you really living the life that you really want to live? Do you have peace? Do you have the fruit of the Spirit? Why is it so difficult for people to realize that having peace and love and joy and forbearance and kindness is absolutely enough? Is that not what people are seeking for anyway at the end of the day? It's funny how people look for security because they think they're going to have peace, but sometimes you have to be willing to go after freedom to get the peace that you want because you might have to think differently. You might have to get out of the security of your own thinking and your own ways of doing things, especially if you find yourself in a place where you're not content and you're frustrated and you're stressed. That's just an indicator that something's got to change. All right. So I, I want you to ask yourself those questions, you know, think about that. What words have you accepted that have manifested themselves in your life, right? What results do you have in your life based upon the words you've accepted? What results are in your life that are based upon the words you've accepted? This is why empowerment only comes through taking full responsibility. Do you realize you are in control of the thoughts and the words that you entertain? No one else can do this thing for you. You are responsible. That's why God says, take every thought captive. You know, you have weapons from him that are able to cut down presumptions and judgments that go against the knowledge of God, right? Now, and what he said, so what do you believe about the knowledge of God? The knowledge of God should get you to a point of knowing him or you're going to have eternal life. Eternal life is having the fruit of the spirit starting in you now. Peace, love, joy, and a lot. And, but you have to realize that this is not just some mystical Oh my gosh, like, okay, I have my real life and then I have my spiritual life. You have to be able to give your life back to God in a way of where are you not feeling peace? Where are you not feeling joy? Where are you not feeling love? Those are the areas that need to be redeemed by God. You have to recognize that, you know, you need something from God in order to actually understand uh, the benefits of God. You can't be all prideful and arrogant in that way, right? Oh, I don't need anything from God and think you're still going to have peace. You know, you got to recognize your own humanity in this thing, right? In life, you need to recognize that you're human and you have needs and that you're very limited. God, we were all born babies, yo. Every single person came out of their mama a blank slate. And uh, some of the things that you, you think you know, you don't really know. You know what I mean? Especially if you think you know, but you don't have the life that you want. You don't have peace. You don't have joy. You don't have contentment. You don't have love. You don't have faithfulness. You don't have gentleness. You don't have self-control. What do you really know if you don't have those things in your life? You guys, come on. This is really, this is really, this is sobering stuff for us. But this is how we're going to get, you know, these things that we really want. All right. So uh, we should be becoming like Christ more and more, right? Isn't that what the Lord says? So if you are not, what words are you accepting? What truth are you not accepting? 
right? The goal is to be like Christ. Being Christ is not being like Christ is not a burden. <laughs> I used to think it was, you guys. I really did. You know, I used to think serving God was like being in communist China or something, like super oppressive, controlling. This is what you eat, this is what you drink. This is this is how you're going to live. No freedom of will. You can't make decisions. We make them for you. God makes them all for you in that way. You you don't get to think, feel, act, behave, you know? That is absolutely contrary to God. Oh my gosh. God is all everything freedom and liberty. Why do you think those same people are persecuted for being Christians, right? Because there's a certain level of authority that God gives when you actually understand who you are and that you're made in his image, right? And being like Christ, calling things into being that don't necessarily exist right now. Everything that we see in the world that man has created all started with a thought. Did you know this world was established on a thought by God? Is that not power and authority? Oh my gosh, why do you think people go crazy? Because there is a level of authority and power that it comes from being a child of God. And people who want to can have dictatorships and controlling atmospheres, they don't want that. Anyway, I'm massively digressing. So you are a product of what you accept and reject in your thoughts. Life begins with a thought from God. We are all made in his image and operate in the same way. So you guys, that is kind of my my little uh, opening thought for you guys as we get into the rest of these, um, you know, finish up this, uh, the pillars of strong relationships, you guys. And you know what, these kind of tie in very beautifully with it, honestly, because one of the, the, the last, there's two more pillars we're gonna talk about, all right? And I'm gonna end the, the last seven, we've talked about love, honor, uh, respect, self-control, responsibility, uh, truth, faith. Now we're gonna talk about faith, you guys. Now, last night I was writing up my devotional. I told you guys I'm writing, I'm writing up a 90-day devotional. I'm really excited about it. I think I'm on day 71 or 72. So, you know, I'm hoping to have it done in the next month or so. That would really be great. Um, I try to work on it at least. I'm working on it at least once a week. But I'm also uh, making an effort to work on it um, even more at night. Um, you know, at least maybe three times a night instead of just one. So, so I can have that done uh, sooner than later, you guys. But anyway, um, I was looking up the word conviction because I was talking about what conviction is. And I looked it up and it means the state or condition of being convinced or fully awakened to awareness. And some synonyms for conviction is faith. And I thought, wow, you know what? Faith is about being convinced or fully awakened, fully aware, right? And think about the things that God wants you to be aware of. Number one, he wants you to be aware of him. Faith is your awareness to be to be woke, right? <laughs> you guys, I got a sweatshirt that I made. You guys will have to check it out sometime. Um, but you know, to be to be aware, to be convinced. Are you convinced? You know, in the things of God, are you convinced that you're His child? Are you convinced of His love? Are you convinced of His grace? Once you become convinced, you're operating in faith. You know, because and that's the thing about being convinced is you um, you don't need anybody to to you know, tell you, you, you have it within yourself, right? You're convinced within yourself. Yeah. And, you, and then you have the confidence of God and you just move forward. You know, um, your ability to expect a good outcome, right? And you know, that's all faith is, right? It's, it's what you expect in the future, right? You can either live in two, two things. You can live in fear. You can live in faith. Fear is when you're living in the past, because we all had experiences that have happened to us. We don't want them to repeat themselves. So sometimes we can encounter situations presently that trigger certain things in your mind that happened before. 
So you're like, mm -mm, I don't know about that. And that's normal. Like you should do that, right? But there's always going to be a context that has to be considered. There's always going to be different people, you know, different everything. So everything always has to be taken into consideration in that way. Right. Uh, and you are different as well. You know, the way maybe you used to think in the past is different than before. Maybe, you know, um, some of those things that happened was just based upon your ignorance. Right. But now you're aware of certain things. Now you're maybe not living as a slave like you were. So you're going to make decisions differently when you're healed than when you're you're uh, struggling. Right. I don't think people are broken. I just think people are wounded. There's a difference. Right. I mean, I don't I think that we were, ma were made in the image of God. Um, we're perfect in that way. We can think like him. We can be like him. It's just we have these injuries that we need to be healed from. There's this knowledge of evil that has come into the world that really we were not created to handle in our own being, right? Think about when you watch the news or you see evil or hear evil, right? It messes with you emotionally, right? It messes with your mind. It messes with your peace. It tries to steal it. So you have to realize that there's just injuries that happen to us, but that doesn't mean that we're broken and things can't be fixed, right? I think we're just wounded and we need to be healed. And once you get healed, you operate from a completely different paradigm than you did if you were hurt. And if you're always, if you're in hurt, you're, you know, you're still holding on to something that happened in the past, living in the past in that way, and still currently need healing. And sometimes you can project that into the future only because of past wounds that you have. So anyway, you guys, you know, faith is expecting a good outcome, um, you know, and, and walking forward, being convinced, right? But what are you convinced of? Are you convinced of the goodness of God? You know, that's really important. Are you convinced of the goodness of God and that he only wants good for you? And also being able to adjust your expectations. I think we have to realize that there's a process that the Lord's going to bring us through. You need to be convinced that he's inside of you before you go to the next level. That's just the way it is. You know, um, how can I say it? It's kind of like, you know, because when you, when you know Christ, you've won the lottery, right? I mean, you really have. <laughs> the things that God has for us is unbelievable, Okay. But if you don't understand certain things about you and what you need from him, if you don't learn to humble yourself in that way, if you don't learn to develop the mindset that's needed for that type of capacity, it's kind of like someone winning the lottery literally and not having the wisdom to do with the money that needs to be done, right? They don't have the, the mental mindset. So that's why God always works in the mind and the heart first, because you, that's where, you know, that's where... Your mind and, and everything in you is what man is what is going to take you forward in your life. So there has to be certain foundational things that you need to know about yourself, right? You need to know your your values, your character, your identity. You need to know who he is. You need to have a solid foundation. You need to know that God is in you and you don't need everybody to tell you what to do. You don't need dictators. You don't need other people to constantly control you. Kind of like what happened with the Israelites in Egypt, right? Pharaoh was God on the outside. You need to be able to go through the wilderness and learn God in you. That is key to all of this. Because if you go into the promised land, you're going to get intimidated by the things you see outside of you. You guys get intimidated by the things outside of you? I do. So you have to be able to know that God is in you. You have to learn how to hear his voice. Um, you have to learn how to, you know, bear your soul before God and, and get healed in your life. You have to be willing to be open and receptive to new thought processes. You have to be willing to understand that the way you see things is not always the way you see things. And, um, you know, you may have been through something, but that doesn't necessarily mean that uh, those are the right conclusions that you're coming to. Because if the conclusions you're making about yourself and God are keeping you stuck in the corner or you're not progressing, 
then there's something inside in your own mindset that needs to change, right? So it's very humbling to be a Christian. You have to be very, uh, like I said, you have to become like a child, you know? And so anyway, you guys, uh, that's really the whole thing with faith and conviction. They work hand in hand. So in order for you to walk in faith, you have to have a conviction first. You need to be convinced. So when you came to Christ, what did you need from him? Are you convinced of that now? Do you know what you needed from him? Has he supplied that for you? You know, are, are you learning to ask God for things that you need? And are you getting more convinced that he is, uh, he's more than willing, he's able, he's consistent, he's faithful, right? There has to be these transactions that are going on between you and God so you can be able to move forward in the things that he has. But if you are not growing in your conviction as far as what you're convinced of, then you're going to have a hard time walking in faith because um, you can't have a good expectation if you don't have a foundation of being convinced within yourself first. Okay, you guys. So I hope that all that makes sense. Okay, last one. Vision. Hmm, this is a good one. Do you have a vision for your life? Who do you want to become? What do you want? How are you going to define yourself and build an identity? Because here's the deal. If you don't understand this vision for yourself, as far as what you want, what you don't want, if you don't know how to define yourself with a vision in this type of way, you're going to get hooked up with all kinds of people that have nothing to do with who you are and, and what you, who you want to become, right? So it's really, really important to get that established because in order for you to fulfill the great vision of your life, right? Like, okay, you know, Maybe you want, like for me, I want to build a blueprint for my children. Okay, what does that mean? I want to be able to have a blueprint for them to have healthy relationships, to be able to, you know, all seven areas of the life, of life, right? I talk about them all the time on the podcast. You know, um, I want them to have a blueprint for have strong, healthy relationships. I want them to, to have an identity that's built upon their character and their values, upon God's grace, you know, to be strong mentally and emotionally, right? To be firm, secure, and steadfast. That's what's supposed to happen when a person internalizes God's grace. Okay. I want them to know how to be healthy, take care of their bodies, right? Uh, be strong in that way. Um, be able to have endurance and, and you know, uh, not abuse the, the body that God has given to them, right? Know how to eat healthy and, and take care of their immune system and their muscles and all that stuff, right? Um, I want them to be able to have a vision, you know, what do they want to learn? What are they passionate about? Um, I want them to be able to talk about their finances. You know, I want them to have their finances ordered. The Bible says that the borrower is a slave to the lender. I don't want my children to be slaves, right? I always tell my kids, you want to be a slave, be ignorant. You know, so I'm not raising up slaves around here. You know, I'm doing my best to give to them the tools that they need to be able to think and do the things that they need to do in order to have a life that um, is going to glorify God. Um, you know, and then the, what are the other two areas? Uh, what kind of impact do they want to make on society? What, what, what uh, legacy do they want to leave for their children? You know, like with me wanting to leave this blueprint for my kids. For them to have a framework for every area of life you guys i can't remember the seventh one right now but i'm sure it'll come up again so that's my vision for my life is to have a blueprint in every area of life to give to them so when i'm dead there is not one area of their life that i have not invested in so they always have something to fall back on because honestly your life is gonna fall you're gonna have issues and one of those issues is gonna fall into one of those seven areas and so you know if you have a, a foundation of blueprint principles things to follow to get you out of that hole then you're going to be good to go. And you know what? You're always going to be progressing and it's your life will be amazing. So that's, you know, my my vision for my life, you know? And so I have to make sure that, you know, um, there's certain things about myself that I have established and I have to make sure who I partner with in life, the kind of relationships I have. If I'm around a bunch of people who really don't care 
how they live their life and they don't care the example they don't care about the influence they have upon their children I'm not gonna hang with people like that you know because it's important to me what I produce and uh, you know I I take my my responsibility with raising up the next generation very seriously and so you know that's my vision so what's your vision right what do you want to do in your life uh, and what kind of people because you're always gonna there's always gonna be people involved in this right you're either gonna have people you're gonna be learning from to get you there and then you're gonna have people that you're doing life with, people you work with, your friends, you know, coworkers, family, whatever, you know. And so it's really, really important that you have these things established because here's the thing: you're not gonna be able to share everything with everybody. It's true, you know. Not everybody's on the same wave wavelength as you, and you got to be comfortable with that. You know, you have to learn to be in the presence of people who, uh, you know, are maybe not going there, but you know, you have the wisdom to be like, that's okay, you know. Um, but you, you know, anyway, you guys. Um, so that is, those are the last two. You need to have faith and you need to have a vision for your life. You need to be open, receptive, appreciative, right? Um, and, uh, you know, just realizing, um, you know, unconditional um, acceptance of people. And, you know, that just means that you're never, you're not going to assume or judge, right? You're not going to do that. And you guys, I really thought we were going to talk about trust today, but oh my gosh, nope, did not happen. You know, it's funny. I can, I can be like, okay, this is what I'm going to do today. But, uh, you know, things are not always as I plan them. But, you guys, I hope you guys got some value out of this podcast. We're going to talk about trust on Monday. I'm going to write that down really quick so I don't forget. So we're going to talk about trust. And then we're going to talk about the next day. We are going to be talking about, um, you know, if you want to know somebody, knowing someone is intimacy, okay? It's not, it's not just sex and all that stuff that we like to correlate in- intimacy with. But so there's a process that has to be had. And I think it's really important to talk about these things as far as what that looks like in relationships. Because as I told you guys, I used to wear my heart on my sleeve all the time with people, people in the church, people in the world. You know, I would talk to people about anything and everything. No discernment, no understanding of different people have a different function. You can't talk to people about certain things because they won't understand. Right. Do you guys get what I'm trying to say? So anyway, we're going to talk about, you know, kind of that process because you don't want to just, you know, there are certain things that um, about you that, you know, certain people just don't need to know because they're not going to appreciate you. They're not going to value you the way that you deserve to be valued. Right. And so you have to make some discernment on the kind of people you're going to let into your life. That way you don't become abused. And then all of a sudden think that, oh, yeah, you know, being a Christian, you know, it's just like a doormat. You guys, I live like that for a long time. I thought being a Christian was a doormat you know, doormat mentality, go ahead, walk all over me, treat me however you want, all in the name of Jesus, no authority, no confrontation, no, no power, no whatever. Everyone else had that except for me. You guys, that is so not true. So anyway, my friends, excuse me, man, I think I've been sitting around too much. (laughs) All right, you guys. So thanks for listening to the podcast. It is Thursday. So, um, you guys, what that means even on thursday if you guys ever want to sponsor the podcast you are more than welcome to all right you guys can go to anchor um anchor.fm slash what is i don't even know my own tag name on here that's kind of ridiculous yeah sponsor my podcast but i don't know where you should sponsor the money too (laughs) i believe if you look down in the description there is a link for anchor And then my, I think it's like Ashley underscore 29 or something. There should be a link for daily encouragement on Anchor. You guys look for it. Um, If you go on your PC, it'll pop up. If you guys ever feel led to sponsor the podcast. Um, So anyway, I just want to throw that out there, you guys. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for supporting. 
Um, we got Food for Thought Friday coming up tomorrow. Get on my page, Daily Encouragement with Ashley Campbell, where I'm going to be going live talking to you guys about, you know what, I just don't know. It's one of those things, you guys. I get up every day. I spend time with the Lord. And it's just whatever get, whatever is in my mind and on my heart, you know. Um, that's just how I've always been. I've been rolling like that for like the Lord, with the Lord for the last 14 or 15 years. Just, you know, you just never know what will happen in a day. So, you know, I just want to show up, though. I want to encourage you guys. Hopefully you guys will join me on the live video. Um, you guys can follow me on Instagram, uh, daily underscore encouragement underscore Ashley. I think that's it. You guys can check me out on there. Um, I po post some podcast stuff. I do a lot of reposts um, for people, you know, from people that um, I value their content and I, um, you know, just stuff that encourages me. So I like to encourage you guys with uh, other people's content out there as well. Not just the stuff that I'm that I'm doing as far as the podcast or, you know, different little uh, write-ups that I'll do. It just depends, you guys. So anyway, you guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. I hope you guys have an amazing weekend. Thank you for all your support. I look forward to talking to you guys on Monday and I will see you next time. Thank you.